Welcome back to the Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection we all have with the music that we listen to. As always, firstly, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for your feedback and love on last week's episode, where we celebrated the 30th anniversary of Celine Dion's album, The Colour of My Love. So much lovely feedback from the Celine Dion fans. I really hope you've enjoyed the episode. And as always, if you have missed any previous episodes of the Sound Museum, you can actually catch up anytime you like on your favorite podcast provider. I've done over 40 episodes so far this year, and there's only a few to go before I have a bit of a break over Christmas and New Year. But there is more than 40 episodes for you to enjoy on your favorite podcast provider. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Now today guys we are celebrating another anniversary. Now we're not going quite far back as last week but we're going back 20 years this week to 2003 and we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Kylie Minogue's album Body Language. Now, I have to admit, I have not played the album in full for a couple of years. So I've really enjoyed this week going back to the album and going back through all the B-sides and the remixes. I've really enjoyed going back through the body language era for this podcast episode. So strap yourselves in because we've got a big episode planned for all you Kylie fans out there. Now, before we get started with the body language episode, let's just refresh our memories and go back to 1999. Kylie had just signed a new new recording contract with Parlophone and when the year 2000 kicked off Kylie was back to pop with the camp poptastic album Light Years her first album with Parlophone just for old time's sake let's just go back through those incredible singles from the Light Years album
a bit of a light yes medley for you spinning around on a night like this kids with robbie williams please stay and your disco needs you now speaking of your disco needs you that was tipped to be the lead single from light years at the time but the label thought the track was too camp promoting an outcry with her gay fans, especially in the UK. Your Disco Needs You did find a limited release in Australia and some European countries when it became the final single from the album. Personally, I love spinning around, but I adore Your Disco Needs You. Now, I actually heard Your Disco Needs You in 1999. Prior to its release, one of my friends was working with Kylie at the time and played me the track and I absolutely loved it. Now, even that was more than 23 years ago, I'm still a bit gutted that Your Disco Needs You didn't have a full single release. Anyway, Light Years went on to hit number one in Australia, and number two in the UK, and number eight in New Zealand, with worldwide sales of over one million copies. In October 2001, Kylie followed up Light Years with Fever, now, at the time, I do remember thinking that maybe it's a bit too soon for a new album so shortly after Light Years, but Fever became an absolute monster smash thanks to a very special lead single, Can't Get You Out of My Head. <laughs> Another medley for you from the Fever album, beginning with that monster hit, Can't Get You Out of My Head, In Your Eyes, Love at First Sight, and Come Into My World. Can't Get You Out of My Head was a monster hit, becoming Kylie's biggest hit to date, reaching number one in 40 countries, selling more than 6 million copies worldwide. The album Fever reached number one in Australia, UK, Austria, Germany, Russia and Scotland, number three in the US and New Zealand, and top 10 in most European countries. The album Fever has sold more than 6 million copies worldwide, making it Kylie's most successful album to date so far. And that brings us forward to November 2003. 20 years ago, 
Kylie followed up light years with body language and hopes were high. So let's go through the album track by track. Now while I was doing my research for this podcast episode, I did come across a interview disc from the body language era. Now some of you may not know what an interview disc is. It's basically given to media at the time to promote the album, given to radio stations, television, newspapers, magazines, and it basically has a list of questions which on radio, for example, the announcer can ask, and then it has Kylie's answer. So quite an effective way to service media with some interview questions from Kylie to promote the album Body Language. So in saying all that, let's kick off with a bit of a snippet from that interview disc. Here is Kylie talking about the lead single, Slow. And the first time I heard it in its demo form, I just thought, wow, this is great. It's really powerful in its simplicity. And the fact that it never actually gives you the release that you want, just keeps you, keeps you, keeps you. Yeah, I love it. And I guess it does have just with with some of the sounds in it a slight retro feel but but i think it's thoroughly modern i have to say it was the first day i'd worked with emiliana and dan who co-wrote the track i worked in in the studio with them and they had all these sheepskin rugs on the uh, it must have been the sheepskin rugs from australia i might add uh on the floor in the studio and i think they'd been recording some guitars so the microphones were really low so it's the first time i've ever recorded on my knees or you know down on on these lambskin rugs. I don't think I've ever sounded like that on a record before, having my voice quite low, quite deep, and um, and very intimate. I think even without the vocals, it's a sexy track. It's it's as I said, it it takes you to to a point and it doesn't let you get any further. So, I guess naturally the um, the vocals that I delivered were a reflection of that. Come on and dance with me, yeah. That was track number one from Body Language, the first single, Slow, written by Kylie, Dan Carey and Emiliana Torino, also produced by Dan, Emiliana and Sunny Rhodes. Now, Slow was quite a successful first single from the album, hitting number one in Australia, UK, Scotland, Denmark, Romania and Spain. Number three in Croatia, Greece and Finland. Number four in Hungary and Norway. Five in Ireland. Six in Canada and Italy. Number eight in Germany and Netherlands. And number nine in Belgium and New Zealand. It was also top 20 in Austria, Sweden and Switzerland. And hit number one on the US Dance Club Songs chart. Now, we can't mention the song Slow without talking about the video. Oh my goodness, what an incredible video this is. Directed by film director Bailey Walsh. He's also directed videos for the likes of In Excess, Oasis and New Order. The video was shot in Barcelona, Spain. Kylie looks stunning and that slow movement style choreography by Michael Rooney is simply beautiful and really effective on screen. That stunning blue outfit is straight from the runway. The video for Slow is a firm fan favourite and Kylie has said on record many times 
that Slow is one of her favourite singles. Track number two on the album is Still Standing. In this next clip, Kylie talks about working with producer Ash Thomas. Ash Thomas was, I think it's safe to say, the starting point for this album. I was in the office of my A&R and we were just having a you know very broad discussion about where we think we're, we're going and it's always difficult at that stage because you, you, it's like speaking in tongues. You, you're trying to say what you want, but it's like it's like speaking in fashion, saying, um, it's something, but it's nothing. And everyone goes, oh, I know what you mean, which is, you know, we're all making things out of thin air. Anyway, they played me some rough demos that Ash had done, which were mainly just, just sounds. They didn't have a song on them. And we were all immediately pretty taken by that style at the point at at that point I didn't realize I had met Ash previously uh and once I realized who he was I was even more excited to go and work with him and it was at that time we started throwing around the Scritti Politti uh reference which makes sense later on for another one of the songs but Ash is is gorgeous I loved working with him he's very amusing because he when we were doing doing some demos up, he had to put in a few extra chords, but he got out his his uh, chord book. I said, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm just I'm just looking up a chord." Yeah, and put it in. I mean, it's very. There was a few instances like that which were really refreshing, and I think that comes through on the album as well. It's not entirely polished everywhere, um, and I think people are pretty wise these days to the fact that. You can press a button and basically make someone sound decent. Um, we didn't really like to press that button. So there's there's uh, elements of the song with my vocal that do sound fairly raw and imperfect, and I think that gives something back to the to the record. Um, so Ash, Ash having to look up how to play a certain chord <laughs> added to the charm. I'm still Still Standing, the second track from the album, written by Ash Thomas, Alexis Strum and Matt Hay, produced by Baby Ash, aka Ash Thomas. I love the production on this track, especially around the 2 minute 10 mark. Oh my god, I love that bit of the song. Such a fresh, cool sounding track. The third single on the album is Secret Take You Home. This song pretty much arrived as you hear it, and, and I re-vocaled it. I think it's really punchy, it's cute, it's got attitude, uh, and the mention of me having to do a so- so-called rap, I can hardly even say the word, it seems so unlike me. Of course, I, my, my creative director and best friend William Baker keeps reminding me of One Boy Girl from <laughs> Rhythm of Love, saying, it'll never beat One Boy Girl. I just thought it was really, really cool and and punchy song. That was 
secret take you home when you look at the credits for this track nine people had a hand in writing it is that a case of too many cooks in the kitchen or it could be a case each person adding their own flavor until the song was actually at that level of completion hard to know but this track was produced by johnny douglas it was released as a single in Taiwan. It's quite catchy. I love that funky beat, but I'm not really a fan of the Kylie rap on this track. It takes me right back to 1990s Rhythm of Love, where Kylie had a bit of a rap in One Boy Girl. Who can forget that? But this track here is okay, but it's not my favorite from the album. In this next clip, Kylie talks about working with producer Curtie on the track promises i met curtis in los angeles went into the studio with him and karen Poole, who's uh had a lot to do on this album yeah curtie comes from it was very different working with kurt curtis curtis because uh he's far more kind of techno he's more about pressing the buttons and the sounds as opposed to coming from a more I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but from a more musical area. That was fine. Karen and I worked on lyrics, and, and he his concern was, was the sounds. And actually the songs of his that ended up on the album, uh, the lyrics were done by Dave Billing. So there's times like that where we worked on demos. None of them actually made it. In fact, quite a few of the early demos I did, none of them have made it through to, to be on the album. But... Without them, we wouldn't have made it to the next stage. So, Cody, yeah, I first met him in, in L.A., and then the tracks that we had on the album were completed. Uh, I recorded them in Spain. Written by Curtis Mantronic and David Billing. Produced by Curtis and Johnny Douglas. Now, a promo CD of the track was serviced to media in Ireland to promote the album. I've always loved this song from Body Language. The synths really make this track. I remember thinking at the time, this should have been a single. And fast forward 20 years, I still had that same opinion. It's a great track. Love Promises. It's time for track number five, more sweet music from Body Language. I was in the studio with Ash Thomas and Karen Poole, and I think we just done some vocaling on something else and decided okay let's let's do a demo and they're lovely people to work with so enthusiastic and you know you're part of a team when you're doing this so sweet music wasn't called sweet music when we we began we were just throwing around the concept of writing a song about writing a song and illustrating that with the music so when we say put the hi-hat in there it comes in there which is my favorite part in the song and a line like put the fair light on the track I was I was asking Ash. I, I had no idea what a fair lie was. I said, Ash, what's a term? What's something that's that you will only find in a studio? I mean, he said, Oh, mm, oh yeah, fair lie. Yeah, there's only about five people in the world that know what a fair lie is. We talk about putting a sample in, uh, and then of course a sample comes in. So uh, yeah, I think that the, the the idea comes across, and we had a 
bit of a stumbling block towards the end, but we got it. That was Sweet Music, written by Kylie, Ash Thomas and Cowan Paul, and produced by Ash Thomas. What I love about this track is Kylie's sexy vocal on Sweet Music. There's great lyrics in the song. I mean, put the fear light on the track, as Kylie mentioned in the audio clip before. Another great production from Baby Ash Thomas. (laughs) Kylie worked with producer Johnny Douglas on the Light Years album, And I love his work he'd done with the late George Michael. So I've always been a big fan of Johnny's work. In this next clip, Kylie talks about working with Johnny and Karen Paul on the track Red-Blooded Woman. Johnny Douglas did quite a few tracks for me on Light Years. Then we skipped Fever. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure why. He's one of those people that if if you look at his his, uh, body of work, you, you know, it's pretty impressive and it spans a number of years but again he's just just so delightful and and Karen Poole is really coming up in the world of songwriting at the moment and she's just a doll I mean she took this project so much to heart we'd call each other saying is is everything all right you got what you need how's the track sound I mean really girly about the um the well-being of these songs and it was just so nice to have a another female to be working with on the album. So Red-Blooded Woman is is uh, another track, or Red-Blooded Woman is a track that Karen and Johnny co-wrote for me. And what can I say? I just think it's fabulous. So you can imagine, it was very girly. And when we would do BVs, we just couldn't tell who was who. It was the two of us like, is that you or is that me? I mean, we we... I'm a I'm a really good mimic anyway, so I can kind of blend in when I need to. But I I I found her really inspiring. She's she's so down to earth, and as I said, she really put more in than just her songwriting talent. She really really cared. is track number six from the album Red Blooded Woman, the second single from the album, written by Johnny Douglas and Karen Paul, and produced of course by Johnny Douglas. I love this line from the song, you got me spinning around, round, round, like a record. Not only a slight nod to spinning around, but maybe also a bit of a nod to the 80s classic Spin Me Round by Dead or Alive. Another great production from Johnny Douglas, that boy boy hook really sticks in your head. Red Blooded Woman hit number one in Romania, number four in Australia and number five in the UK. It was also quite popular in New Zealand, reaching number 19 but going gold, spending three months on the New Zealand singles charts. Now I remember at the time visiting my parents in Auckland around this time and I heard this track a lot on radio in Auckland. The track was also a top 10 hit in Belgium, Croatia, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Poland and Switzerland. 
so quite a popular track across Europe. The video was shot by Jake Nava in LA. The English film director has done videos for the likes of Beyonce, Britney, Adele and Lana Del Rey. It's a very sexy, edgy video with cars, the trucks, the motorbikes. It's very American in its styling. And I've always loved the video for Red-Blooded Woman. Moving on to track number seven. Let's slow things down a bit for this sexy track. If there's a moment of perfection on the album, perhaps chocolate is it. Surprisingly, it had a little bit of a bumpy journey to get to that place. Uh, Initially, it had a rap section in the middle and there was talk about getting someone to, to, a rapper to do that. I really didn't want that. I just thought you turn on the TV and that is nothing unusual anymore. I don't think it's cutting edge, for me anyway. So this song was on, then it was off, then it was on again, then the whole album was off and it really, this, this song was so important to the album that after having decided to release the album at the end of 2003 then it was delayed till 2004 then we got this song right had a new middle eight written for it and then the album was back on and here we are (laughs) so chocolate was um a, a good learning curve for me we recorded that in well it was the middle of summer in a tiny studio with the sun coming in and we couldn't have well there's no air conditioner in there <laughs> so high tech mind you there was a you know a fan but the fan was <laughs> didn't help with very such light breathy vocals and the vocals are all breathy and very light and of course you've got to stack a million of them and uh, literally i was becoming woozy in the studio and i'm a, i'm i'm a fighter i'll stay in there as as long as i have to but in the end i just i i had to say on the mic I said, I'm, I'm not being funny, guys, but I, I think I'm going to faint. Can I just come in? <laughs> so it was all about timing how long I could go with very little oxygen and so much heat. And when, you, when you're doing that breathy type of, of singing, it's, it's exhausting, um, but well worth it. I think it sounds really, really beautiful. That is Chocolate, the third and final single from the album, written by Karen Paul and Johnny Douglas, produced by Johnny. Chocolate is such a sexy track. Those breathy, whispery vocals are just stunning. Now, apparently, the original version was to have a featured rap section by US rapper Ludacris. And again, I remember at the time being on a Say Hey online fan forum When that news came out, the fans went ballistic and not in a good way. So thankfully that version has never got a release, though it did leak online several years ago, so you can check that out on YouTube. Chocolate hit number two in Belgium and Romania, six in the UK, seven in Hungary, ten in Scotland and fourteen here in Australia. Once again, Kylie teams up with Dawn Shadforth, who directed Spinning Around and Can't Get You Out of My Head, 
The video for Chocolate is simply beautiful and once again gorgeous choreography by Michael Rooney. We're up to track number eight on the album, another obsession from Body Language. I love the sound of obsession, I have to say that. Well, basically you've got an octave of vocals, or two octaves of vocals, I should say, and it, it just sounds different. I mean, I've, I've loved exploring the different ways to use my voice dependent on the track, and Obsession definitely stands out. It, it's, it's unique in its vocal delivery from, from the other album tracks. was Obsession, written by Curtis Mantronic, David Billing and Mim Gray, produced by Curtis and Johnny Douglas. This track is about the end of a relationship. Another catchy track from the album, Obsession is a Dangerous State of Mind. In this next clip, Kylie talks about getting her Melon on for the track I Feel For You. The delivery on, on this song, I decided to go a little bit Marilyn. <laughs> descending the staircase but in the context of a disco song it was probably i don't quite know where that came from but it works quite often yeah i do i do have a a visual imagery as i'm singing because because a lot of these are not about a personal experience it's it's like acting you you embrace that song and for those three and a half four minutes you're in that world then the next song, you're in a slightly different world. And I think that coming from a, an acting background is possibly what, what gives me the visual element as well. That's part of the reason for, for calling the album Body Language is that that is something I can't escape, whether I like it or not. Well, sometimes I like it. Sometimes it, it is, it's purposely done. Other times it is <laughs> absolutely not something that I had intended. Uh, but that's that's part of my expression. That's part of who I am. And to try and completely back away from that is just that's never going to work. Um, this is just a bright, summery, rolling song. I mean, I always think of this song in a car and people just <laughs> nodding their heads. for you the only track on the album produced by electric j a really quirky little track this one i love the keys and guitar on i feel for you and kylie's sexy vocal is all here kylie really enjoyed working with songwriter emiliana Torino, as you can hear in this next clip there is a moment of genius by emiliana her lyrics are quirky interesting and succinct I want my records back to get my heart on track. That is brilliant. And um, I think I say it two or three times in the song, it's so good. That can summarise the end of a relationship. And it's this song's a little tricky. It's, it's not immediately clear what I'm saying. 
but I think it has it definitely has some depth. And the fact that Green Gartside, who is the the, the guy from Squiddy Polity, is singing on it, that moment where he comes in, I collapse every time. I just his voice is so amazing. His appearance on this song really made the album come full circle from beginning from its initiation to completion because Scritti Politi was one of our references, one of our sound references in the beginning. And I remember my A&R guy, Miles, saying, wouldn't it be great if we could get, yeah, the guy Green, if, if, you know, if we could get him to do something, I don't know, something. We'll go, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, what, what are we doing next? Then six, seven months later down the line, finally the calls to Green reached him him wherever he was and he went into the studio and put a middle eight on someday and it just I, I just thought it was so cool that he was a reference in the beginning and ash the producer was one of the first mentions uh, names that were mentioned and then that came to be and i just i love someday, someday That was track number 10 from the album Someday, written by Kylie, Emiliana and Ash Thomas, who also produced the track. I love the lyrics on this one, and I quote, You have abused and used me, now I'm going home. I want my records back to get my heart on track. Such a cool lyric. This track features vocals from Green Gartside from the 80s new wave band Scruity Politi. Never really been a bit of a fan of their work. They weren't really on my radar back in the 80s, but I love his vocal on this track with Kylie. Now, if you can, cast your minds back to 2003. Do you remember seeing those pep shots of Kylie relaxing on a yacht while on holiday before the release of Body Language. Such loving days. Back to Dublin, I, I'd actually been on a my first sailing holiday, which was wonderful, and literally got off the boat in Italy. Sometimes my life sounds glamorous even. It's like I, it's like I didn't do it. I just got off the boat in Italy and uh, flew straight to Dublin, and I'd already done a few days with Bifco previously first songs I demoed for this album were, were with these guys in Dublin. Anyway, I, I arrive off this trip. They happen to know I've been on a boat because it's been in the press. And they had, I think, three tracks knocked up. And they said, well, we thought you might like to write one about being on the boat. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm still, you know, floating from, from this vacation. And that's how Loving Days came about. So there's a few kind of diving in the blue references we tried to not make it literally sound like a, I am um, I'm in uh, decked in sh- uh, yachting gear but I think it's very very pretty was track 
track number 11 from the album Loving Days, written by Kylie, Richard Biff Stannard, Julian Gallagher and Dave Morgan, produced by Biff and Julian. Loving Days is one of my favourite tracks from the album. I love the chillness of the song. The strings are just gorgeous on this track. Kathy Dennis co-wrote Kylie's massive worldwide hit, Can't Get You Out Of My Head. And in this final clip, Kylie talks about working with Kathy again on After Dark. After Dark was written by Kathy Dennis and Chris Braid, and she apparently came rushing into the, the offices of Parlophone the day after she'd written this track, because I, I know having bumped into her at a, a musical lunch, something or other, um, and, and she said to me, oh, I'd really like to be involved in the album, but of course she's a very busy lady. So it was good news for for probably her and myself when she had a track that she thought would be appropriate for me and for this album. And of course she wrote Can't Get You Out of My Head, so we do have... uh, Don't go back such a long time, but we go back in a big way. And of course Kathy delivers quality. And as, as soon as I got after dark, it was like, well, can't argue with that. She's done it again. Went in and recorded that with with her and and Chris. It was very straightforward. Um, the demo again. There's it's like some of the other tracks on the album where their strength is their simplicity. There's really, you know, it's, it's not overbaked. was a final track on the standard edition of the album Body Language. After Dark was written and produced by Kathy Dennis and Chris Braid. I love the bass guitar at the start of After Dark. Another killer Kathy Dennis chorus. This track is a funky end to the album. So that was the last song on the standard edition of the album Body Language. There was some album bonus tracks released in some territories, beginning with this track, which was on the Australian and Japanese versions of the album. That was Slow Motion, written by Kylie, Andrew Frampton, Mark Stent and Wayne Wilkins, produced by The Oracle. Slow Motion is another stunning track. Those strings, the vocoder on sections of the track, the epic film soundtrack vibes towards the end. So pleased we got this as a bonus track on the Aussie edition of the album. Another album bonus track released in Japan and the US. This is You Make Me Feel. You 
You Make Me Feel, produced by British producer Tommy D. Now, Tommy D has worked with the likes of Sophie Ellis Baxter, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, and Adele. And he produced the now infamous song from Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. Remember that one? Now, I love the production on You Make Me Feel. It's really underground sort of sounding, really cool and funky and a great addition to the US version of the album. So what do I think of the album overall? So the album obviously has influences from 80s pop, but it also explores further musical genres, including synth pop, Electro Clash, R&B and Hip Hop. Due to the success of Fever in the US, her team obviously wanted a more American sounding album with body language. That's certainly evident on the single Red Blooded Woman and on album tracks like Sweet Music and Secret Take Me Home. The album is quite sexy, not a young girl sexy, but from a woman's point of view, it's a really sexy woman album. That sexy lead single, Slow, it's minimalistic, oh so brilliant, and that last single from the album, Chocolate, if you ever need a sexy but mature track for the bedroom, this is it. The album was released in the US with that bonus track, You Make Me Feel. But in Target stores, they also got a bonus promo CD featuring three live tracks from the Money Kite Buy concert, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Slow and Red Blooded Woman. Moving on to the singles from the album, let's discuss the B-sides. So first up on the slow single, there were two B-sides, Sweet Music from the album and a non-album track called Soul on Fire. was Soul on Fire, written by the same team that produced Slow, Dan Carey and Emiliana Torini, also produced by Dan, Emiliana and Sunny Rhodes. Soul on Fire is a stripped down funky kind of track, just guitar and percussion, a nice companion on the slow single from Dan and Emiliana. Moving on to the second single from the album, Red Blooded Woman, there were again two B-sides on the single that were not on the album, beginning with Cruise Control. Cruise Control was also a bonus track on the US version of the album, written by Kylie, Karen Paul and Johnny Douglas, who also produced the track. Now, an interesting story on Cruise Control. There is a rap feature on this, as it appears on the single, but apparently it was released by mistake. Johnny Douglas made a version with US rapper John Paul, Parlophone had a copy of it and accidentally included the track on the single with no credit given to Sean Paul. It all got a bit messy, unfortunately. 
let's take a listen now to that rap feature on Cruise Control. So that's the version that appears on the CD single of Red Blooded Woman. This next snippet is the version that was supposed to be on the single. It is shorter and without the rap. Cruise Control is a lovely hidden gem in the Kylie B-side canon. Love this amazing B-side, even with the rap. Another awesome Johnny Douglas production. Too good to be a B-side, I reckon. The second B-side that appeared on Red Blooded Woman is a track called Almost a Lover. by Kylie, Cowan Paul and Ash Thomas who also produced the track. This is another slightly laid back sexy track with a cool 70s vibe. You can tell Baby Ash produced this. The production is stunning and Kylie sounds amazing on this track. For the third single Chocolate we only got one B signed. This is City Games. Written by Kylie, Richard Stannard, Kellen Paul and Julian Gallagher. Produced by Richard Biffett Stannard. Apparently this track was one of the first songs recorded for the album. And at the time it was rumoured back in the day the album was going to be called City Games. This is a nice track. In the end it didn't make the final cut for the track listing for Body Language. But very pleased we got this as a B-side, the final B-side from the body language era. On Mercedes' single of Chocolate, there was also a live version of Love at First Sight from the Money Can't Buy concert. So we've gone through the B-sides for the body language singles. All those songs are not on the album. And over the years, Kylie has given us some amazing B-sides. I think from memory, the last B-side we got was during the Kiss Me Once era back in 2014. Sadly, since streaming, we no longer get those amazing B-sides. It seems these days, the B-sides are the bonus tracks we get on the albums. Personally though, I love B-Sides. They are a dying breed. 
Kylie has released 30 singles from Tension, but all we get are two tracks, the single and the extended version. Why not a CD single maxi with more remixes and a couple of B-sides? That would be amazing for the fans. And with Kylie's hardcore fan base, she will certainly sell those numbers. Talking of B-sides, make sure you check out my podcast episode celebrating the B-side from back in April. It's definitely worth a listen if you're like me and you love your B-sides. Let's move on now to the remixes of the three singles from the album Body Language, beginning with the lead single Slow. In this medley, I've got the extended mix Radio Slave Mix, Synth City Remix, and the Medicine Age Remix. Awesome but very different remixes of Slow. And who can forget this awesome remix from the Chemical Brothers? Love that remix of Slow from the Chemical Brothers. Now, for the next single, Red Blooded Woman, we only got two remixes the Whitey mix and the Narcotic Thrust mix. we have chocolate now for the single release it was given a slight remix for the radio edit which I've included in this medley along with the EMO mix and the Tom Middleton Cosmos mix (laughs) 
Interestingly, when the singles were released in 2003 and 2004, all three singles from the album had the music video included on the CD single. You pop the CD single into your computer and you can watch the video. Another thing I miss about CD singles, there was also a limited edition 12-inch picture disc released for slow, Red Butter Woman and Chocolate in the UK and I've got those three copies in my collection and they are gorgeous. Now back in 2003, Kylie did not tour the album but there was a one-off concert called Money Can't Buy and this took place on the 15th of November 2003 in London to promote the album. The concert was later screened on ITV1 in the UK and Channel 10 in Australia. It was also given a DVD release titled Body Language Live. The concert was fabulous, divided into four acts, beginning with Power by Night, where Kylie performed Still Standing, Red Brother Woman and On a Night Like This. Act 2 was Bartello, where Kylie sang a mashup with Breathe and Je Tem, along with After Dark and Chocolate. Act 3 was Electro, with Can't Get You Out of My Head, Slow, Obsession and In Your Eyes. And on the final section, On Your Bike, Kylie performs Secret Take You Home, Spinning Around and Love at First Sight. On the DVD, there's also some bonus content, including videos for all three singles and some behind-the-scenes footage of the concert. I recently watched this DVD for the first time in years the other night. Kylie seemed so relaxed and the new tracks work really well live. So if you haven't got the DVD, you can watch the concert on YouTube. So we've gone through the album track by track, we've gone through the B-sides and the remixes and the Money Can't Buy concert. We can't not talk about the amazing visuals and promotional photos for the Body Language era. For the single Slow, the cover album and promotional photos, they're all shot by fashion photographers Mert and Marcus. These images are very French and heavily inspired by the iconic French actress Bridget Bardot. The images are absolutely stunning and in my view, some of Kylie's most beautiful images. Mert and Marcus have gone on to work with some of the biggest names in the world including Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Rihanna and Jennifer Lopez. Finally, let's talk about the stats for the album Body Language. The album reached number two in Australia, going two times platinum, and number six in the UK, going platinum. It reached number 23 in New Zealand and number 42 in the US. It also charted in most European countries. The album has sold over 1.5 million copies worldwide. Now, at the time of recording this episode for you, there is rumoured to be a 20th anniversary edition of the album Body Language, which has yet to be announced. It's widely speculated that we will finally get the album on vinyl for the very first time, which would be amazing for Kylie collectors. 
Personally though, I would also love a remastered CD version of the album with all the B-sides and bonus album tracks included, together with some previous unreleased tracks that would be amazing. Aside from those tracks, I'd also love a remix disc. Now there weren't too many remixes on the single, so all of those could be included along with some unreleased remixes. That would be heaven. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode celebrating the 20th anniversary of Kylie Minogue's album Body Language. I really hope you've enjoyed the episode and learned more about the album, B-sides and remixes. Make sure you rediscover the album on your favourite streaming service and if you have a copy on CD get that CD out, start playing it and enjoying those fabulous body language moments all over again. Now make sure you're following the sound museum podcast on social media we are on facebook x tiktok and instagram all this week i will be celebrating the album body language with all those images and videos so really hope you enjoy going back to 2003 with me this week on my social media and speaking of social media make sure you check out my socials this weekend to find out who is on next week's podcast episode But until then, you have a great week. Take care and I will see you next week.